<clears throat> Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas. Yeradeya Chelikshani, Hilchas Kibu Davoim, Halacha Beis. We're in the middle of paragraph Dalid. In, in my version, it's the subparagraph. Vezeh Bechinas Golas Mitzrayim, Shehoyal Pegama Bris. We dedicate the learning today for a complete Lilu Nishmas, Yentefrad Bas Rabbi Shuarye, Harini Kaporaz Mishkova, and for a complete Rafur Shalema for all those that need it, including Chavi Vachana Bazgalia, Chaim Ben Rachel, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Yehudis Ruchama Bas Chavarus, Yaakov Yehuda Ben, Yaakov Yeshua Ben. Rachel, Shlemenisa ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, Saragital bas Chana Riva, Hindachasa bas Chana, Miriam Esther bas Saragital, Aviva Yomar bas Yospendel, Sarochel bas Yospendel, Soraleya bas Chavaliba, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Michal Esther bas Ruhia, Edith bas Miriam Freindel, Michal Sora bas Adasa, Ella bas Sora, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Yisrael Nosen ben Malkaida, Rochelea bas Malkaida, Besorch Shar David ben Behia, Shandel bas Lea, Besorch Shar Chol Yisrael. Rab Nosen Zal began a discussion regarding Yitzias Mitzrayim, and we're going to go into the holiday of Pesach. Bezeh Bechinas Golos Mitzrayim. Based on our introduction, we'll be able to understand related to the topic of Egolus Mitzrayim, Shehoya al-Pegama Bris, Kayadua, which the Arizal explains was because of the Pegama Bris on the part of Odomar Rishayim, that during the 130 years that Odomar Rishayim accepted upon himself to abstain from being with Chava, it's brought that during that period of time, <clears throat> there were forces of Tumah that caused Adam Arishan to commit, to, to have Pigama Bris, to, to have Zera Levatola Rachmona Litzlan. And that the Arizal explains that that's the main reason why Klal Yisrael had to go down to Mitzrayim in order to be Mesak in that. And Rav Nosanzal says now, Hainu Pegam HaKovoid Shetoli BePigama Bris Kanal. Meaning, when we talk about Pigama Bris, we're talking about being poigim in Hashem's kovoid, as we spoke about in the previous year. And especially since it's known, the Arizal speaks about this in the Chaim, in the beginning of the discussion on Pesach, in Chagamatzois, that the the Golos Mitzrayim was in order to correct the pigam of the sin of Adam Arishayim and the Doer Hamabel, about which the Torah says, Ki hishchis kol as that there also there was major pigam abris. And since they were pigam in the bris, it means they were pigam in this process of bringing children into the world. We mentioned the previous year, that's where the because from those droplets that originated in the brain, 
though they could have given birth to holy neshamois. Ki oison hatibois sheyotsu levatolo, al yidei shehishchisu darkom, oyu neshamois gevoyois moed. Because the Arizal reveals to us that those droplets that were wasted by Odomarishon and by the Dor Hamabo could have resulted in bringing very holy neshamois into the world. The im hoyuboim begufpane Odom alidei hoyvado, and if those droplets would have gone into human bodies through a, a healthy kosher birth process, the cover of Hashem would have been increased tremendously. Because as we mentioned earlier, quoting Likute Maran, the second half of Likute Maran, chapter 71, that it's it's the main covoid of Hashem is elevated through a, a child being born. Which is born to human parents. Again, versus Adam Arishain, who was handcrafted by Hashem. However, unfortunately, Adam Arishain and the people of the Dor Hamabul and also the Arizal here mentions the Dor HaFlogo, they were mashchiz darkon, they did the seed. Because they, they wasted the opportunity to, for Hashem's kofoi to be elevated through children that could have been born. And they destroyed those potential children. The Alkane, Ovoin, Zeh, Homor, Moid, Moid, Rachmonal, Islam, Rachmonal, Shazon. And this is why the Torah tells us in the Gemara, in Shulchan Aruch, in Sifrei Kabbalah, everywhere, that this sin of wasting seed is very, very severe. May Hashem save us from this. The Hu Ovoin Hagodoil Batoira. This is the worst sin in the Torah. As is brought in Shulchan Aruch, Evan Ezer, chapter 23. Besides what's written about this in Sifrei Kabbalah, Sifrei Hasidus, Rav Nusenthal says, because the truth is, this is the worst sin in the Torah. Because this sin is damaging the entire Torah. Because as we explained in the previous year, the whole purpose of the Torah and all the is to give honor So that Hashem's covenant should be elevated by us and over us in this physical world. And all of this is dependent on human beings. And especially dependent on human beings that are born to human parents. 
based on this, we could understand that regarding this kosher holy union between husband and wife is dependent all of the different worlds, not just our world. Because everything was created for the covet of Hashem. Remember, we quoted the mission at the end of Perkiovis, which quotes the Pasuk, where it says, And the, the Arizal mentions that those four words, refers to the Olam Hoatzilus, Berosiv refers to the Olam Habria, Yitzartiv, Yitzira, Asisiv, Asiyah, that all of the worlds, the purpose of the creation of all of the worlds is Lichvoidi, is Hashem's Kovoid. Ve'i'akovoid toloi b'ha'oilodo v'azi is dependent on children being born, on this kosher, holy union between husband and wife. And a person who goes against this especially when the person goes completely against this, and the person destroys and wastes the seeds that are supposed to bring children into the world. Completely, whereby these seeds are wasted completely. They don't result in children, human children being born. Whereby the main covet of Hashem, which is the entire Torah and all of the worlds, are dependent in, on this. The person is destroying a complete world. And the person is damaging the entire Torah. Rav Zal is anticipating a question that everybody's going to ask. What about when a husband and wife together and it doesn't result in the birth of a child? Because when a husband and wife are together, according to the laws of the Torah, even if it does not result in a child being born, it's also a holy birth. To teach us that if human children aren't produced, <clears throat> this kosher, holy union between husband and wife produces, generates the souls that are needed for converts and other <coughs> accomplishments that are accomplished by this. Ki shum kamuva, because the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that whenever <coughs> a husband and wife are together in a kosher manner, that's never wasted. It's never a waste. <clears throat> There's always something very holy produced by this. And Hashem's kavod is elevated, at least, as a result of them performing this mitzvah with holiness. Even if it doesn't result in, in a birth. 
אבל הפויגן בבריס, but a person who chas v'shalom goes against the Torah and behaves in a non-kosher way regarding this, u'befrat chet doyr ha-mabul, especially the sin of the generation of the flood, shehoyu mashchisim darkom, where they acted in a completely disgust. The Torah says that humans were and zera levatolo, zehu iker pigam ha-kovoy, This is the greatest desecration of the covet of Hashem, Shehu Pigam Kol HaElomais, Pigam Kol HaTorakula, which <coughs> damages all of the worlds, the whole Torah. Ki poigem bahoilodo, Sheshom Tolu Yikra Kavoy, because the person is damaging this birth process, which is from where the greatest covet of Hashem can result. And this creates destructive forces, destructive angels, which decrease the covet of Hashem. May Hashem save us from this terrible, terrible punishment. Unfortunately, in today's times, The world has gone so wacko that this, this item has become accepted all its land. And unfortunately, religious world who hasn't been taught this liquid It's a normal thing, Rahman al-Islam. And this is what caused the Klal Yisrael to go down to Egypt. Which resulted in our falling into the Moichen of Chutzloretz, the Seichel of Chutzloretz, Shehu Bechinas Golos Mitzrayim. Which, as we mentioned in the previous year, that's the concept of the Golos in Egypt. Lochein Golo Ami Mibli Das. Lack of proper Das. As a result of the Pigama Bris, of the generation of the flood, where they committed all kinds of sins in this area. This is the, the most powerful thing that is the covet of Hashem. The Torah tells us He ate from a tree that had the, the wrong kind of das, a das that was good and bad mixed together. This term das toivora is, is another term for these moichen of chutzloretz, which are all about conflict, controversy, good and bad. That's what Machlekes is. Where there's no unity between the, the opposites. Kamuva, as is brought in the Sefer Yaris Vash. And in addition, we're told, the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, that Odom Arishan was Poygim in the Bris. As the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, page 38. And because this resulted in Odom falling 
on the level of the Seichel of Eretz Yisrael, this is what's meant when the Pasuk says, Vayegoresh esa Odom mi Hashem evicted Odom Arishon from Gan Eden, because Ganeden represents a place of this high seichel, this seichel of Eretz Yisrael, this divine sweetness that we spoke about in the previous shiur. This is what the pasuk says they are describing Ganeden. Nohor that there's a river that flows from Eden. And water is this gun. Shazer Bechinas Oineg Shabbos. This is the concept of the pleasure. On Shabbos is when this divine sweetness shines down upon us. As we say that, Pasuk. <coughs> On Shabbos morning in Shachris in the Tefillah that we say, Tefillah Lamoishon, Vialkein Odom Arishon Shepogan Bamoichin Shalarat Yisrael, and therefore Odom Arishon who is poikim in this, Aidei Pegama Bris Shu Pegama Kavoi Kihim Shechalatzmoi Moichin Shalchutzlaretz, because Odom Arishon drew on himself this seichel of chutzlaretz, Shehem Bechinas Choivlim, which Rabbi Nezal says there on the Kutim Ram. The Moichen of Chutzlaretz are Chayvlim. Chayvlim means damaging forces. Bechinas Machlokes, conflict. Bechinas Eitz Hadas Toy Varav, Eitz good and bad. Yalkein Nizgareish Miganeden. Therefore, he was evicted from Ganeden. Shehu Bechinas Moichen Shelaretz Yisrael. Ganeden represents the Seichel of Eretz Yisrael. Odomarishan was created on Friday, and the Medrash gives us a blow by blow of what took place every single hour during that day. And when Odom and Chav ate from the Eitzhadas, it was towards the end of Friday. And the Zohar Kodesh says, Shabbos Ogin Alohi, that Shabbos saved, protected Odomarishan. Shabbos saved his life. The, the, the Medrash says, that that when when Friday was coming to an end and Adam Arishan was still alive, Shabbos spoke up and said to Hashem, <clears throat> "You can't kill if you didn't kill him on Friday. You can't kill. Why, why should he? Why should he die on my day on Shabbos? We know that Shabbos is called life. The pasuk says, "Toyameho Chaim Zahu. Those who taste Shabbos are tasting are, are experiencing life." Because Shabbos is like the Seichel of Eretz Yisroel, this divine sweetness. Now note, a few lines earlier, Rav Nosanzal mentioned the term Oineg Shabbos. He was talking about the Nohor Hayoitse Meyedem. It's brought that the word Oineg is Eden Nohor Gan. The term Oineg, which means pleasure, is coming, is, is connected to water the gun. That's this Oineg Shabbos. In addition, Rav Nosanzal is telling us here that Shabbos is the Moichan of Eretz Yisrael, 
the, the Torah, when it refers to Eretz Yisrael, says many times it's a land that flows with milk and honey. Eretz Zovas Cholov Udvash. The last letters of Zovas Cholov Udvash spell the word Shabbos. So Shabbos and Eretz Yisrael are one Bechina. They're both this Bechina of Gan Eden. Me'en Olam Haba. Nimtza. We conclude, therefore, Shegolus Mitzrayim hoyo shenoflu lemoichen shel chutz l'aretz al yidei pegam ha-kovid panam. That the, the exile in Mitzrayim was an example of Klal Yisrael falling into these moichen of chutz l'aretz pegam in kovid. And that's why the Torah also tells us that one of the reasons and one of the causes of, of the Jewish people going down to Mitzrayim was because when Hashem promised Avram Avinu that his family will be Zerchad Eretz Yisrael, Avram Avinu made a mistake in this. And he said, how do I know? And by saying this, Avram Avinu was pagan in the Seichel, the holiness of Eretz Yisrael. How, how do I know that I'm going to inherit it? That Ada, he wanted to know what, what he wasn't supposed to know at that time. This resulted in our forefathers going down to Mitzrayim. And this is why the decree of Hashem was as follows. Hashem said, Yodoya Teda, you will you should know, that your children are going to be strangers in a land that's not appropriate for them. The main decree was that we would from Moichan of Eretz Yisrael into as a land that's not for us. And this is why the decree begins with these words, you should know, you should know. The Torah is showing us that that's what this was all about. It was about a pegam in the das, in the moichen. Hainu shapegam hu bedas, sheze ikra golus, be'eretz loilohem. That's what golus is all about, lack of das. Lochein golo ami mebli das. Be'eretz loilohem, in a land that's not for us, hainu shenof lula moichen vedas shulchutz loitz. The Torah is telling us that Klal Yisrael fell from Moichan of Eretz Yisrael into Moichan of Chutzlaretz. Rav Nosenzal is showing us in explaining the whole story of Golis Mitzrayim, how it connects perfectly with chapter 71 on the Kutimran, with all the terminology that Rav Nosenzal uses in that chapter about Kovoid and Pegamen Kovoid and the Bris and Moichan and Moichan of Eretz Yisrael, Moichan of Chutzlaretz. And therefore, the one who took us out of Mitzrayim was Moshe Rabbeinu, Shehu Bechinas Das Elyon. The Arizal and the Sifrei Kabbalah explain 
that Moshe Rabbeinu represents a very high level of Das, Bechinas Noyam Ho'elyon, this divine sweetness. He Moshe who Bechinas Uf Peidalid, Uf Samachalev, because the Arizal explains that the word Moshe, which is Begimatria 345, is a combination of 184 and 161, Shehem Abba Ve'ima, which are Abba and Ima, Chachma and Bina. The combination of Chachma and Bina is Das. Shezer Bechinas Noyam Ho'elion. And this is this divine sweetness that Rabbi Nezal speaks about there in the Kutimran. Kinoyam Begematria Kasa. Because the word Noyam is Begematria 161, which is the Milui of Ekia. And we know Hashem's name Ek. And we know that Chachma is cloaked in Bina. Bina Kavyochma is the case for Chachma. <clears throat> It's brought that Kuf Peidalid, if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> is the Achleirayim of the Shem of, of Ayin Beis. The Gematria, Hashem's name Yud Kevavke, we mentioned different times, has four combinations of, Sog, Mo, and Bo, of Ayin Vav, Yud, Vav, Hey, Yud. It's written with Yuds, and Yuds generally represent Chachma. Sog is when it's spelled Yud, Vav, Dalit. Hey, Yud, Vav, I'm sorry, Yud, Vav, Dalit. Hey, Yud, Vav, Vav, leaving out the Yud there, I believe, and, and Hey, Yud. The different combinations. I'm sorry, I don't have it on my fingertips right now. But but this combination of of ayin beis, when you do the achirayim of it, yud vav dalid, then yud dalid hey yud, then yud vav. So the number 184 is associated with that ayin beis, which is corresponds to the yud of yud which is chachma. The number 161 is Ekir, which is Bina. Moshe is the combination of both. Moshe Rabbeinu is Das, which is the combination of Chachma and Bina. Paragraph Hey, the Alkane, Loyotsumi Mitzrayim, Achehikos, Hamitzrayim, Be'eser Makois. And with this, we'll also understand why the Jews did not leave Egypt until Hashem first smash the Egyptians with ten plagues. Shehu lahachnia eser kisrin demesavusa. The ten crowns of Tumah. Hipigam hakovoid hupigam asorom amoroi shebohem nivrohoilam. Shesharoshlam hu hakovoid. Because Rabbein Azal explains there in Likute Moran, chapter 71, that kovoid is associated with the ten statements of creation. There's a posuk, <clears throat> All of Hashem's Oimer, 
all of Hashem's amirois are kavoid. The asara ma'amorois, as they're called, the 10 statements of creation are all kavoid. And again, there were these 10 statements representing 10 levels of kavoid. Ki hakoil nivro because everything was created for Hashem's kavoid. As Rabbeinazal writes there in chapter 71 of And therefore, as a result of the Pegam HaKovoy that was caused by Adam Arishon and the Dor HaMabel, statements, Azai to draw from the kavod, chas v'shom. V'yalkein hiko ha-mitzrim eser makois, and this is why Hashem struck at the Egyptians with ten plagues, l'hachnia u'levatel eser kisrin shalohem, in order to defeat and eliminate their, the ten crowns of the sitra achra, as, as it's referred to. Kalidei ha-makois nizgadel kvotis, because if you look in the Torah, when Hashem increased my kavoy, as it says by all of the makos, I'm doing this so that you power. And as it says there, because there's nothing and no one like Hashem. The kayotzibazer and the other statements that show that all of these ten makos were all about Hashem's kavoy. And as a result of all of this, this resulted in a renewal of the world. Because the Torah tells us that Hashem pushed all of the stars and the sun because Hashem needed Mamish to renew the creation of the world. Because as a result of the damage to the Kavoy and the damage to the Ten Statements, the entire world became damaged. Whereby the world exists and is sustained by those Ten Statements with which the world was created. And therefore, and this was accomplished through these ten plagues, which the Torah tells us increased and heightened and elevated the cover of Hashem. And the ten crowns of the Sitra Achra took a fall. They are involved in decreasing the cover of Hashem. And then the world was created anew. It's in a renewal of the world. Because the whole original creation of the world anew and the whole existence of the world is dependent on the covet of Hashem. It's for the sake of the covet of Hashem. Because Hashem created everything for His kavod. 
interesting, this is the bracha that we say at a Sheva brachas, when a couple are getting married, where we know one of the main reasons is to bring children into the world. The, the first official bracha, the Sheva brachas, is shahakol borolechvoidoi, to, to emphasize that this is why we're getting married, because what brings about the greatest kavoy to Hashem is bringing children. Questions, please. Good morning. Awesome. Just yes. going back to the previous paragraph in terms of Rav Nassim Saurat's Gezera Aliyadeh, that question that uh, Avram Avinu asked, but So in terms of the, the two elements, at least, the, this question, and then previously there were all the Pagama Bris situations, how do they work together? Is it, uh, what's the dynamic between them? Yes, is Pagama Bris is Pagamindas. Remember, we're stressing that the droplet originates in the brain. The tipas there originates in the brain. So whenever we, and, and Pigama Bris begins with the, the moichen, the das, the sechel, and the bris. There's a famous quote in the Zohar Kodesh, which Rabbein Ezzel mentions in the Kutimran, siluka di yesoida ad abba ve'ima, that the yesoid rises up to by the Shmira Sabris or the Pidama Bris? Thank you, Rana. Sure. How revolve the Alpine, the Shiyotsumi Mitzrayim, Zochul Abechinas Matzah. And this will explain <coughs> why when the Jews came out of Mitzrayim, we were Zoichet Tematzah, Shehi Bechinas Shefa Noyam Hoelyon. Matzah represents the flow of that divine sweetness. It's a very high level of sechel, kamuva, as is brought in the Kisvi Arizal. Remember, we said before when we spoke about Moshe Rabbeinu that Moshe was a combination of two names of Hashem that represented Chachma. In the case of Moshe Rabbeinu, it was 61. The Arizal says that the word matzah is bigematria of sog, of ayin beis, 72, and sog, 63, is 135, which is matzah. So matzah represents this chokhman bina, a very high level of moichin, which also is referred to as this divine sweetness, which is the seichel of Eretz Yisrael, Rav Nosenthal says that the word rejoice and enjoy the light, the, the great light of Hashem's honor. This is referring to this flow of this divine sweetness, which is the highest level pleasure. We refer to the pleasure of Shabbos. And remember, we said again, is this Eden Nohor Gan. As it says in Shira Shirim, Mayofis Umanoamt how beautiful and how sweet you are. The, the love of pleasures. 
the love of this noyam hoelioin and this the ta'anu what this is telling us is that when there's a flow of this divine sweetness of which the matzah is an this causes this the covet of Hashem to move and to <clears throat> and to come towards us because as Rabbeinazal explains over there in Likut Imran, what, what really generates this great of Hashem is children, which is what generates the Ahava between husband and wife. And this is what the Pesach says, Leman Tomoitsu You'll have this Bechina of Matzah, and you'll, you'll be able to enjoy the pleasure from this Noyam Hoelyoin. That's what causes the Kovoid to move, to move and, and come towards us. Because the main kavod comes from there, from that noyam hoel vezel bechinas matzah. That's what the mitzvah of eating matzah on Pesach is all about. Paragraph Zion, the chametz who bechinas moichin shel chutzlaretz, whereas chametz represents the seichel of chutzlaretz, is chayvlin. Chayvlin means damaging forces or damaged. Bechinas machloikis, controversy, conflict. Bechinas dinim, judgment. Shehu bechinas moichen dekatnus, which is also referred to as moichen dekatnus, constricting consciousness. Ki chomeit. That chomeits and soir represent. It's brought that the word Sa'or represents Hashem's Mida Sadin in three of its formats. We know that Hashem's name of Mida Sadin is Elekim. Elekim means judgment or judge. The Aleph of Sa'or is the Aleph of Elekim. The Shin is the mili of Elikim. When you write Hashem's name Elikim by spelling out each letter as a word, Aleph spelled Aleph Lamed Pei, Lamed spelled Lamed Mem Dalet, the way you pronounce it, Hey, and so on and so forth, it's Begimatria Thurikim. When you write Hashem's name Elikim Aleph, then Aleph Lamed, then Aleph Lamed Hey, Aleph Lamed Hey Yud, Aleph Lamed Hey Yud Mem, it's Bigimatria 200. So the word Sa'or is Elohim in its three formats the, the, the Pasha, the Aleph, the Shin, and the Reish. So we see that Chomets and Sa'or represent Midas Adin, Moichen Dekatnus. The term Ki is Chomets Levavi means that my heart, my brain, 
will become spoiled, damaged, soured. That term sourdough, someone else, or hating someone else. Is when the covet is damaged. That's what chametz is all about. Where a person's garments are sour. Garments. Which is a, a perfect display of damaged covoid. Because the Gemara says in Shabbos, Rabbi Yochanan referred to his clothing as his covoid. Another point garments have been soiled and damaged, but through blood. And that's what it represents. It's the seichel of chutzlaretz, a display of midas hadin. Whiteness is always chasadin, and red is din. Because as we said earlier, the main covet of Hashem is generated by human beings, Adam. However, the real kavod is generated when the Adam is shalem. The ikar shleimus bechinas Adam, as the Zohar Kodesh says, ki less Adam baloy aleph. You can't have the word Adam without that aleph. And the Zohar Kodesh teaches us that the opening letter of word, that's the main part of the word. However, when the Aleph leaves the word Adam, what remains is Dam. Meaning that the blood inside of the person becomes empowered. Which is the, the concept of pigamabris, when blood is flowing, like by the woman, a woman becomes tummy through a flow of, of a certain type of blood. soiled garments that are soiled from blood. What this means is the clothing, which we said Rabbi Yochanan referred to as his kavod, have been soiled his gabrus had as a result of the blood become which and this causes the dibur to be lost. The as the Posit says, any good. But it uses that term that this dam, this wrong type of blood causes a silence. It blocks the dibur. 
because the main cover, the main thing that generates kavod is dibur, shehu geder ha'adam, which is how we define human beings. Kamashikos of Rabbeinu Zalbamokamachra, as Rabbeinu Zal writes in chapter 194 on the that man is called medaber. Yeserhu ikr bechinas peis shetzrichen resakein Rizal explains that on Pesach, where which, which re- refers to the ten types of blood, which draw from the damaged covoid, which means because as Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likutim Ram, there are ten types of kavod. Ki yesh kavod proti b'chol maimor o maimor me'asor ha'mamor eshman Because each one of those ten statements of creation resulted in the creation of a particular section of the world which is supposed to produce and generate a certain kavod ta'ashen. We said, u'behei all of those amirais, all of those ten statements are all kavoy. Each one of those ten statements created a certain piece of creation that's supposed to broadcast the covet of Hashem. The Alkane, And therefore, when the Jews came out of Mitzrayim, we had to eat matzah, shehi bechinas noyam. Matzor, we said, represents this high-level seichel, this noyam. This is what coming out of Mitzrayim is really all about. To leave the seichel of Chutzlaretz and to enter into the seichel of Eretz Yisrael. Tomei as it says about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Hashem took us out of Egypt in order to bring us to the land which Hashem had sworn to our forefathers that he would give us. So Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is going out of Moichen of Chutzlaretz and for the purpose of being Zorcha to the Moichen of Eretz Yisrael. Any questions, please? From Nassim, there's a question in the chat. On one hand, matzah is chachma and bina. On the other hand, it's called bread of faith, which is the opposite of chachma yidia. Explain both of these seemingly opposite bechinas that that one of the main functions of learning Torah, and especially the secrets of Torah, is to be able to see that everything is one. It's all really oneness. Hashem Echad Hashem is one and his name is one. Hashem Hu Hu Elikim. We just said that Elikim is Midas Hadin. Yud Kevavke is Chesed. Hashem Hu Elikim. It's all really oneness. So there are times when we refer to Matzah as Moichen, Moichen de Gadlus, a very high level of Seichel. And yet we're told <coughs> that this was before Matan Torah. 
So we didn't really have such great seichel. <clears throat> it's only upon receiving the Torah, that's when we reached a much higher level of seichel. And that's why on Shavuos, we're at chametz and matzah. Matzah represents a certain very high level of moichen. And again, it's all relative. It's relative based on the context that we're speaking about and based on what you're comparing it to. Pesach, compared to Shavuos, Pesach is moichen dekatnus. Except for that first Seder night when Hashem shined a very bright light on us. However, still, because it was without isaru, proper isarusa de lesato, it's nowhere near as big as the light of Shavuos, the light of Matan Torah. So you need to know that everything is relative, number one, and, and everything has in it everything else. So within this context, and again, this isn't something Rabbeinus is making up. This is a, a theme. This is what we see throughout the Zohar Kaddish, throughout the Sifrei Kabbalah. Wishing there any other questions before we close? Wishing everybody a wonderful day and we should be zochel make all the proper Israel. Yeretz Israel b'shleimus. Not not where right now, unfortunately, there's tremendous bilbul, tremendous machloikis and conflict. We should be zochel to see Moshiach. is called Sar Shalom. Amen. Thank you, Rav Nassim. Amen. Thank you.